Hey, everybody, we're back. Bob Baker with Bruce Foreman. We were at this a couple of days ago, and uh, Bruce had a power outage out in California. That doesn't happen, does it? Well, you know, I should never have uh, turned on that Henriksen stack I've got. You know what I mean? <laughs> Blew out the whole neighborhood, you know. <laughs> Peter will be glad to hear that, you know. <laughs> the, the power is sagging, and in the foreman, uh, the foreman quadrant, he must be, he must be doing his uh, his thing again. What can I tell you? Yeah. Hey, so um, the last thing you said to me was um, you had some other things you wanted to add to our last. Hey, conversation. You know, yeah, I mean, I remember. I even wrote it down. Uh, I was now, of course, I can't find where I wrote it. No, but I, uh, <laughs> I wrote it. I was just talking about how you know guys were having fun. You were talking about the fun factor of playing. Right. You know, and like I was talking about Wes and Barney and Dizzy and all those guys and how much fun they had and how they really, you know, could communicate that through music you know and i always remember what someone said to me which they probably stole it from somebody else so i won't worry about getting the right person but uh they said people won't remember what you played they won't remember what you said but they'll remember how you made them feel ah all right and uh you know i've always taken that to heart it's like you definitely want to create a feeling in the room and you want to leave people with something. Now, I'm not saying everybody should be joyful or funny or happy. <clears throat> they can be serious. They can be thoughtful. They can be introspective. They can be angry. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that, but just say something. You know, don't show us you can play the guitar. Say something. I, uh, I started a book a while ago, and one of the chapters is um, why we why we perform. Uh -huh. And uh, I'll I'll let a little bit of the cat out of the bag. You know, some people perform to show up. Some people perform to make money. It's a job. Some people yeah. perform to pick up chicks or men or whatever it is that you know you happen to be into or whatever gender you are, however that works. Um, you know, some people perform to display talent and and work. You know, like classical pianists. I mean, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into playing those pieces. You know, as there, any, and then some people play to communicate for self-expression, and um, so I like self-expression part, but I really like the part with the communication, where you're there to communicate what's in your heart with somebody else's heart, and see if you can touch them, see if you can connect, and um, so I think that's what you're kind of talking about a little bit there. it's exactly what i'm talking about yeah. i mean and, you know i've had these conversations is it when does it become art does it become art when you do it or does it become art when it actually connects with someone you know uh it's like to me there's that weird component in it you know what i mean i mean i love to play and i play for myself i spent you know two months here you know in my room you know two, two years in my room you know during a pandemic just playing for myself you right. know and loving every minute of it and every day that I, I love it more so i mean at the same time it doesn't feel like it becomes art to me until the connection is made you know and, and again like i generally communicate fun and funny and joy that's generally the things that come out of me, you know, right. when I, 
it's not always, you know, sometimes it's sadness, sometimes it's uh, thoughtfulness, introspection, but whatever it is, it feels to me that that's where it becomes its most. Well, um, you know, for a guy like you with all of your history and where you've been, who you played with, the stages you've been on, you know, to articulate that, um, that it's not art until it connects is um, that's, that's a big statement. That's just how I feel. And again, I've always been the guy who's like, I don't want to tell anybody else how to do what they want to do. I really believe that the, 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 the fundamental part of this thing we call jazz is that everybody must be themselves. You know, it's, it's a personal expression. So when I say these things, they're for me. Right. And, and hopefully to give people a reason to think about it for themselves, but not, not to adopt it they should only adopt what's their thing because that's what makes it this beautiful personal expression of freedom i mean we know where it came from it came from you know african-american people you know a hundred years ago who definitely didn't have a lot of agency in their lives in this society that they were living in and the one moment that they could be free in themselves was on that bandstand, playing that instrument, you know, making that music. That was a a place where they could fly, where they could be themselves 100%. And no one, nowhere was was putting any, you know, restrictions or on any of that. And, and that's, to me, the genesis of this music. And we all need to retain that spark in order for it to continue to grow and to thrive. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I, I, I could not agree with you. More. That's right. I could not agree with you more. No, I, I, I totally, I totally agree with you that um, for me, I mean, I, these days uh, my playing is pretty much relegated to Thursday nights. I go to a jam session and uh, it, we call it a jam session. That's really not what it is, what it is. It's kind of a modified open mic with the jazz band and, you know, people play the head and they get up and, you know, they call a tune and play. It's not like, 12 guys in a room you mean a jam the old school jam session but at any rate um but i don't do it you know for me i do it because i want to connect with the audience and uh so when i watched you perform out in um nevada no not nevada arvada colorado at the rocky mountain archtop festival you know i i picked up on that immediately that you are your music is you're exporting your music <laughs> that's an interesting concept but yeah, yeah that's the way i feel yeah. about it i'm in a room with people i mean now yeah. I'm playing for them i mean yeah by myself i play for me you know yeah no i mean you're definitely i mean i've we've all seen people and there's nothing wrong with it it's, it's their expression but like I, you know the, the piano player that's just brilliant but he wants he's not wanting you he's he's expecting you to observe him perform rather than you know and and that's his way of trying to get his soul out into you know the universe and and that's fine you know that's the way he does it and that's how it works and and then you get someone who their their art if you will or their connectivity is when they know they you know they got your eyeball to eyeball and and you're you make a phrase or you play something or you say something or you sing something and you 
connect with those audiences almost like as if they're you, that woman or that man is the only person in, in the room and when those things happen you know that's that's for me that's the magic and i think that's kind of what i'm what i'm hearing from you i've actually observed that in you so i don't have to imagine what what i'm here I've, I've observed that when you perform it's it's your you are there to connect uh-huh but you know i'm also i'm there to play to my best ability and live in the moment and, of course so, i mean i've got these sounds in my head you know and i'm trying to <laughs> trying to get them out on a guitar and you can pretty well hear from my playing that I'm hearing a lot of things, you know, oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm a pretty dense player. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it makes it for a challenge to approach the guitar in a way that not many people have ever approached it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's kind of a, it came up from the way I hear from the, what I listen to, but from my experience playing with people. And then you like you say, my desire to connect with an audience and to, uh, you know, maybe my latent comedian tendencies and uh, and my writing tendencies. You know, I write novels and I've written that libretto and, you know, of the red guitar and I'm deep into the philosophy and the psychology of playing music. Those things are all fascinating to me. And, you know, I mean, don't we all wonder why it picked us? I mean, does anybody ever stop to think that? I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Like, why did the music pick us? And specifically the guitar. I mean, did did somebody sit up above and go, that one, we'll get that one. We'll lay this on him and he'll never know what hit him. You know what I mean? I, You know, that is a, um, that's a profound question. Uh, why did it pick us? Right. I mean, that's like a lot about what my, the, my Red Guitar Show is about, is yeah. just trying to get to the bottom of that. Uh, you know, I, I um I think for me I don't think I don't I don't know if it picked me as much as I when I saw Rick Nelson playing on the Ozzy and Harriet show and he had all those girls in front of him I think I picked it. Uh that's, well, yeah, that's me. I want to be that guy. Yeah. Because I think you know for me and I'm just being honest. I think for me it was I I there's seven kids in my family. And I had a brother, a brother who was just, he took every, all the air out of the room. You know, I mean, he just, he, he was an attention hound. And, um, you know, for me to get any attention whatsoever, I had to do something, you know, big, you know, spectacular. And, and so I think music was a way for me to get noticed and recognized. And I think that's how it got started for me. And, um, but I, but there are certain talents that you go. That my my playing and my everything is because I've worked my ass off. I mean, I've had fifteen different teachers. I've been, at, you know, I mean, I really worked hard to get whatever I have, whatever mm -hmm. I have, because I, I, I've really worked hard. My son, who isn't really a player, but he cannot pick up a musical instrument without having it sound amazing. He, it, the music picked him, but he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah. Well, a there lot are of people that... out there that just can just, you know, they are gifted. They're truly gifted. And so the people that like yourself, when the gift that's been given you and the desire to nurture that gift come together, you know, the universe happens, you know, the big bang happens at that point. 
and and guys like yourself that that's where your thing comes from you've got the the talent the gift and all that but you also have somewhere inside of you you've got this burning desire to express yourself and appreciate that you know i mean i'm a you know, I would definitely, I know guys who I consider far more naturally gifted than me, you know, mm -hmm. I really do. Uh, they don't necessarily play any better, but right. their way, I mean, it's a lot easier for them than it is and was for me. Yeah. Uh, but then you're right. The ones that work hard are, the, you know, are the ones that generally get the furthest down the road. And when, when it's mixed with that, the people that really are talented, yeah. then you get these freaks of nature. You know, and then the special gift to want to connect with other people. You exactly. Know. Well, you know, I mean, and again, like we know, hell, you know, Keith Jarrett probably would not be in that group of people that gives a shit about other people. He's pretty much resents their being there. But <laughs> at the same time, he he well, he, when he did, I mean, he's not playing now, but I, I would still say that that music grabs you nonetheless. Yeah. You know, it's 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 still high art he's not that's not a motivating factor perhaps but it's still ha or bill evans you know you could see how introspective he was but i mean how can you sit and listen to that and not just be moved you know to to an extreme incredible degree so i know you can't i know you can't hear that but can you hear that guitar at all no yeah i don't think so but you know i mean that's like i you know that's why i'm so careful you know i do what i do I resent when people kind of tell me what it's supposed to be because I, I know that I know that I just know too many people, you know, who I respect too much, who do it many different ways. And I would never be the guy to tell someone else how to do that thing, that right. part of music. You know, I teach and I work with people on their music, but that part of it, I'm very careful not to intrude because that's a personal decision that needs to be nurtured within oneself and finding oneself is a very solitary uh exploration you know and you teach at usc yeah and you've been there for how long uh 16 years how many people you think have gone through your program well through the program a lot through me in the program a lot too, but less, you know, not every student who comes to that school studies with me or is interested, you know, in, in straight ahead jazz. Maybe they took a year with me because they wanted to know about it because they right. thought it would help their other things they were doing, which I really love those kinds of students to me sure. that I love them just as much as the straight ahead players. Right. Um, but I would say, Oh, maybe a thousand, you know, a lot of folks. Uh, and and, and my, I've been teaching my whole life, and I was on staff at, at San Jose State for a while. I mean, thousands and thousands. I live in abject fear, Bob, that they're all going to get together and file a class action suit. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. It surprises me, and I'm not going to mention names because I'll leave people out and won't mention you know all that. But it surprises me the amount of people that I talk to that say they've studied with you. Yeah. I mean, like, really, you know. You know, well-known hot shit players. You know, they, you know, and um, they list you among the people that they've um spent time with. And I go, wow, 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 because your demeanor, your demeanor is anything but professorial. Well, no, I mean, I don't look at it that way. I no. grew up, you know, I like I told you, you know, my high school it was like a hiring hall, and we were all playing music all the time, or all yeah. working together at night or on the weekends. Yeah. 
And um, it was never teacher pupil. It was I. It was all more the uh, the apprenticeship model. I guess you know. You'd yeah. Say. I, was, yeah. I was always treated as an equal. Just they had more experience. Right. And they always the the cool thing about that was they always demanded from me what they demanded from themselves. It was, you know what I mean? That was the thing. Like you get on the bandstand, they just expect you to be like them. And of course they know you can't because you're like 17 and they're, you know, in their forties, but they still expect certain elements of it to be equal. You know, they treat you as an equal and then they just help you because it's in their best interest to have you play better because you're playing with them. And, and that to me has been the way I've, embrace teaching i just look at my students as fellow travelers along the same path except for i've been on it longer man i wish i wish there were more of you in the world (laughs) (laughs) wish more people you know were uh, had the uh the uh the foreman-esque you know approach to life uh Make life so much more interesting. You can't spread yourself around that much, Bruce. I mean, but well, you know, I mean, thank for God for the internet. I guess I can do a little better than I used to. You know, <laughs> you're doing you're doing a pretty damn good job. Uh, my my friend and I, I play with Bill Hart quite a bit, who was out in California. Uh, spent some time with you out there. Uh, I don't know if you remember Bill or not. I mean, that was yeah. maybe thirty years ago or something. And uh, Bill. Bill's list of people that he studied with, including Joe Pass and all these different, you know, like it could be two days in a hotel, you know, whatever. Right, right. Or, um, but, um, you know, Bill went on and he said he had spent time with you and he went on to run the the school at um, at AIM, the guitar department at AIM for 26 or 28 years, something like that. This is one of your, uh-huh. you know, one of your former, you know, and he's taught thousands of people as well. So, you know, it's just, it's funny how, you know, one man, you, you know, can, you know, your, your, your approach and your fingers and all of that, you know, can, it, it, it gets to, you know, a lot of people and then those people teach and those, you know, and that goes on and on and on. So, you well, know, that's the beauty. I mean, and I, I was given this stuff just like I give this yeah. stuff, you know, I mean, it's not like, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't own any of it. And, you know, and my big, my big thing, the more, the more talented the student is, right. The more I hear, but I, you know, my, everybody, I kind of say this to myself all the time. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I know. <laughs> Listen, that, really, I mean, that, that phrase, that phrase is in my vernacular. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. A, a doctor would probably feels that same way. You know, yeah. person into your office and the first thing you think is like don't make this worse you know like you know and and to me that's always been uh it's kind of the the beauty of teaching because i i'm not i mean i there's like two kinds of teachers the methodists i call them (laughs) and then that's and you know of course and the presbyterians and the uh, well the method you know method you know, I, they know, have I, know I know, I know. The I first know. lesson you're going to get this, and the second lesson you're going to do this, and the third, and I know a lot, and they're very successful teachers. That's just not my way. Right. My way is like I've got a person here. They, I can, I try to intuit what they want. I have empathy for where they are. Help them get to the next spot. Help nurture their their own voice and help motivate them. Right. Do the work because ultimately. I mean, I could say I taught these people, but they taught themselves. Right. I just helped them. Yeah. 
And, I and so the more I can motivate them and, and make it easier for them to get where they want to go. Right. That's my value. Well, listen, I, I appreciate the time that you've spent with us. I, I really do. I, you know, I, I view you as, um, just yeah i mean you're one of a kind i mean i, I know every, everybody's one of a kind just like you know but but i mean but you truly are i mean uh, there's there's nothing like you out there i mean you're you're the only one of you and uh and and i and again i know that of course we're all individuals i get yeah, that right, right, yeah but you know some of us are a little bit more uh individual than others and you <laughs> you're in that that one that one percent of one percent of one percent of Ain't nobody like that. You know, I mean, there's no cookie cutter going on. You know, you, you you would never work for IBM because I don't think you would look right in the white suit or the, the suit with the no, white. No, I don't rope up real well. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think. But there's a lot of other people that do. And, uh, you know, th that's kind of where I'm going. Well, you know, I, I, I just would like to say, you know, before we close out is like in this year of Barney Kessel and Wes Montgomery turning 100. Right. You know, um and let me just say this really quick. Let me interject this. Yeah. The F hole archtop guitar turned one hundred this year. I didn't even know that. Yep. Wow. Okay. The very first one was this, made in nineteen twenty-three. In this year, I'd just like to, you know, I want to, you know, of course, give thanks to all the people who've inspired us right. and have helped help push this thing to where it is today. I also want to thank all the people who are doing it, you know, and, and pushing it forward and keeping it going, you know, and most importantly, I'd like to thank you, people like you, um, you know, who, who, I mean, this is a tireless, you're working your ass off for this thing. We all <laughs> appreciate it. Also, Peter Henriksen, who puts on that festival every year, that's a lot of work just so that all of us can, can really, get together i mean because you know that hang is epic we get to i mean i get to hang with people yeah i bear i mean i talked to them over the year on the phone and maybe we'll see each other for an afternoon but that's like a hang and we're all there to celebrate this wonderful thing that like i say barney and wes you know were to me the two you know guys that pushed it to where we're all taking you know we're all carrying it and this is the hundredth year thing i mean it's I imagine this year's festival is going to be really amazing, and I hope you'll be there. And I look oh, forward. I'll be there. Yeah. And I just want to thank you oh, for, for your effort in doing this because well, I enjoy it and I appreciate it, and I'm sure all of us do. Well, I, that I, you know, I you know, I I've been getting a lot of that lately, and I kind of don't know what to say, so I'm going to shut up about that. But I just yeah, say, just I'm enjoy just it, man. You. You're welcome. It was <laughs> the one thing, uh, the one thing I will say, you know, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to amplify what you said just a little bit or add something onto it. I'd like to say thank you to Louis Armstrong. Yeah. And if I got to explain in this format, why I want to say thank you to Louis Armstrong. Shame on you folks. Yeah. You don't need go, to go Wikipedia, Louis Armstrong. And because none of this would exist. Right, man. You take one minute of that man's life and put it in a time capsule and a thousand years from now, they'll know what jazz was. None of this would exist without, without that guy. That's true. hundred percent. That guy. So, you know, getting back to what we were talking about earlier, and I don't want to get too far down this road, but 
one man makes a difference. That's right. And, uh, I don't know why I felt so compelled to have to say that today, but I'm glad you did, man. You know, I mean, you, we can't say that man's name enough. In my yeah. You don't hear his name as much as, as he died in 1971. Wow. Yeah. Born in 1901. Yeah. And um, none of this shit would have happened without him, including the blues and rock and roll and all of it. All of it. Oh, yeah. All of it. Everything, all of it. everything you know, folks, about pop music and everything, we'd we'd be listening to well, we'd be listening to something, I, I know. Not that that's bad, but what 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 we know and what we love and what motivates us so much today. Louis, if Father Tobin is right, I want to thank you. <laughs> yeah. All but, right, man. I mean, and I and again, you know, for every person who keeps pushing the rock up the hill, right. you know, I mean, because we're all doing this. Some of us are making good money. Most of us aren't. But, you know, we're all doing this for one thing because we love this music and this feeling of 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 fulfillment that comes from self-expression. Yeah. The jazz embodies is just it's a life force that informs the world for the better. I can't I can't add anything to that. It's a life force that yeah informs yeah. the body for the better. Yeah. My friend, thank See you so you. much. Thank you for everything. Till the next time we'll we'll do this again soon. And I I and I won't I won't turn that Hendrickson stack on the next time, you know. Oh man. No, I, I the next time I want to be able to hear it. <laughs> Bob Baker, jazz guitar today with the one and only Bruce Foreman. See you later, Bruce. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Keep swinging, everybody. You too. Bye-bye.